Pass Around the Smile is like your go-to friend, the one that lifts you up and backs you to the end. She's there to guide and inspire, challenge and teach, and remind you that your best self isn't out of reach. Self-development, manifestation, self-love and more, it's time to trust the process more than ever before. Welcome to Pass Around the Smile, the podcast. I'm your host, Cleo Massey, and I am so glad you're here. Let the magic begin. Hello and welcome back to the Pass Around the Smile podcast. Yay, that kind of came out like a little sing-songy jingle, but you know, let's just go with it. I have a jingle that starts the podcast, so I may as well continue it through the episode, right? Um, You will notice that this episode is coming out on a Friday morning and usually I bring my episodes out on a Saturday morning. I am just so ahead of schedule, Um, but there actually is a reason that I'm bringing this out early so I can let you know of a little, uh, I don't even know what you call, it's not a sale, or maybe it is a sale because it's a free shipping sale. I don't know. It's a, it's a thing I'm doing (laughs) this weekend as in, oh, I really should check the dates. Okay. So from the 27th of January to the 29th of January, I'm having a 48 hour free shipping sale Australia wide. Now, if you are not from Australia, if you're international ordering from overseas, please don't fret. I haven't left you out completely. Unfortunately, I can't do free shipping for you just because it is so expensive for me to ship from Australia overseas. However, you guys will get a free gift in your order if you order within the 48 hour free shipping sale. So if you are from Australia, please use the code free shipping in capital letters. You'll have your whole order shipped to you for free. How exciting. And if you are international, please use the code free gift in capital letters and you will get a free gift. I'm not telling you what it is. It's actually going to be different for every order anyway. I'm going to intuitively pick the gift and it will kind of depend how much you spend as well. So just trust the process and get excited for what you may receive. I just thought now is a really good time to offer this because I know a lot of us are kind of falling off the bandwagon a little bit now that it's coming to the end of January, maybe with some of our new year goals or the manifestations we've been setting. And I want to encourage you guys to keep it up, keep up your spirituality practices, keep up your self-development practices. And I just know, and I have so much faith in my Pass Around the Smile tools to help you along that path and help you to continue along that path and to bring you that inspiration, that guidance, that momentum that you might be craving moving into February. So if it is a free shipping (laughs) code or a free gift code that is going to encourage you to invest in you then you have 48 hours to use it over the weekend. So yeah, yay, how exciting. Let's get into the episode. So I was going to do a Q&A episode. If you're in my Pass Around the Smile Facebook community, you will have seen I did a post and I will be answering some of the questions that you guys asked under that post in a podcast. So if you do have a question, feel free to jump on that thread and pop a question under that post and if you're not in the community the link is in the bio and also if you've forgotten the codes already I'll put all the codes and the information for the free shipping and free gift sale um, promo whatever you call it in the show notes Um, but I'm going to do that Q&A episode next week I think what I wanted to do was 
go off of what I was kind of saying before where I just been talking to some other people, some friends, some girls I know in business who are already slowly falling off the bandwagon of you know, the direction that they were heading in or wanted to head in for 2024. And it's so normal. And I think it needs to be normalized a little bit more because we feel this like shame and guilt and disappointment in ourselves when we're not ticking off what it is that we want to tick off or we're not getting closer to our goals or we're not gaining that momentum. It can feel a little bit yucky and disappointing. And what that can lead to is a quick give up. It's like you quit right before the miracle occurs because you're like, it's not working. And what I've also found is like, let's say that you have set, you know, five goals for yourself for this new year, and maybe you're only on track with one of the five. What I have found is that we all, well, not we all, I can't say everyone, but a lot of us, we think or we feel like we failed because we haven't done all five. But what about the one that you are on track with? So in this episode, I want to get really realistic about goals, manifestations, and raising our vibration, as I said, realistically. And what I mean by that is not creating goals that are too big, that are too far-fetched. Even though every goal, every manifestation is all one. It's all energy. You can literally attract whatever it is that you want to attract, whatever it is that you set your mind to, you can attract. No one goal, no one dream is bigger than another. But again, realistically, we are human. So we may see one dream, one goal as bigger or harder to attract than the other. But what I really want to do is talk about how we can realistically raise our vibration and actually keep it there, not raise our vibration ridiculously so we feel good for a week and then we plummet, not set goals that feel so inspiring and exciting for three weeks and then after that three weeks we feel so defeated because we're nowhere near there. So that's what this episode is going to be about and I really hope it has you feeling excited. That's my goal with this episode is to excite and inspire you moving into February. It doesn't matter that we're in February. It's not January. We don't need to like, you know, just because it's a new year, you know, January the 1st, it doesn't mean that everything has to start from there. It is never too late. It is never too late to make changes. It's never too late to step into that version of you that you are meant to or always meant to be. So if you listen to my last episode, I mentioned that for the first time in really forever, I didn't set any goals for this year. And for me personally, that's because I'm becoming a mum in March and I just I just know from what other mums have said is that, you know, you don't really have that much control and I didn't want to put pressure on myself to gain that control and to have these big goals to then maybe disappoint myself. And so what I then did is I just created goals around words that I wanted to attract and feel and that felt better for me. What I have realized now, uh, it's been, you know, a couple of weeks into January and I have been getting a little bit lazy. And what this laziness was leaving me feeling like was a little bit hopeless, a little bit disappointed, unmotivated. And while I stand by not wanting to set big, crazy, exciting goals for myself like I usually do this year, I'm definitely sticking to the kind of words that I came up with. That feels right for me. I did realize that 
I have about nine weeks until I have this baby. So I actually have nine weeks where I still have somewhat control over my life. And I want to utilize that nine weeks to the best of my ability to get ready to birth this baby and to go from maiden to mother, because it is the wildest journey that a woman could go through. Like it's such a huge change. And I want to be mentally, physically, and emotionally ready for that. And I realized I was like, I was, I was just, I was being lazy and that laziness, it wasn't making me feel good. So what I first needed to do was actually identify the problem so I could make changes to move forward. So I could break out of this kind of laziness pattern that I was in because the laziness pattern was making me feel really unfit, was making me feel really unclear and was making me feel really, I know unclear and foggy are kind of the same things and baby brain will come into that as well. But I was just feeling overall a little bit behind, yucky, And I would open social media and I'd see all these people like moving forward in January and eating well and exercising and, you know, creating vision boards. And I would feel this pang of almost jealousy. Like I am jealous of how good they must be feeling. And I was like, Cleo, you can still feel that good. Like just because you're not setting these big, huge goals for yourself this year doesn't mean that you still can't do things that move you toward success or move you toward happiness or move you toward peace or move you toward health. So I needed to identify the problem after some meditation and some journaling. And that was another thing that I haven't been doing. I haven't meditating. I haven't been meditating and meditating. You can, we can all do. We can all take five minutes out of our day to meditate. I realized that my problem personally was that I was not accepting where I was. I was resisting how I was feeling. So I have started to feel a little bit sick again. I've nothing like trimester one, but you know, I'm not feeling the best to be honest. And that started to kind of bring me down and I started to resist and I started to get almost kind of angry and resentful. And when these feelings would come up, I'd let the almost the feelings of anxiety that the trimester one symptoms were kind of like coming back. And what I realized is I needed to just let go. I need to stop resisting because when we resist something, we don't allow flow. We don't ride the wave. We don't allow things to come and go in and out how they're supposed to. And what that was doing where I was resisting was blocking anything good from coming in. So what I needed to do was just to accept where I was and what was happening with my body. Focus on the good, not the bad. And yes, I know sometimes this is easier said than done. As I mentioned in my first trimester, I didn't have the capacity to focus on the good then because I was not like I was just not in the state to do so. But I'm talking about now and hopefully you can relate to this a little bit as well because sometimes small things can happen in our lives but we make them bigger and we use that one thing as an excuse to stop us from move for, moving forward in all areas even if that one thing has no correlation to our goal or to our dream. But we think, oh, woe is me. This is not going right. So I'm just going to focus on that. I'm going to resist it. And I'm going to let this kind of like hold me back instead of just accepting that it is a part of your life. It is happening. Let's go with it. Let's focus on the good. Let's see how we can best deal with it and move forward. So I figured out that that was my problem 
at the time that was stopping me from raising my vibration. It was stopping me from allowing myself to feel good. What I also needed to accept was that, yes, while I'm not feeling great, my goals aren't going to be huge. And what I realized was how proud of myself I feel when I go on a short walk. So if I go on a short walk, I feel like superwoman at the moment because it's really hard for me to do that. And that is okay for me right now. So it's all about accepting the phase that I am in. And again, I know a lot of you listening to this podcast, you might not be pregnant, but I want you to be able to relate to this in any way, shape or form. So whether you're at uni, whether you're changing careers, whether you are manifesting a partner, wherever your journey is taking you right now, where are you right now? What is your problem right now? What is stopping you from feeling good right now? Is it a limiting belief that keeps coming up where you can be feeling really, really good and all of a sudden this limiting belief comes up and you just feel sick in the stomach and you allow it to bring you down? Or let's say that you are wanting to start a business and you're feeling really good and you're gaining momentum, you're super proud of the work you did today and then you open social media and those proud feelings are taken away from you so quickly because you get stuck in comparison for what other businesses are doing. So really work out first where your problem is. What is holding you back? Where are you feeling the most resistance? And what do you need to just accept? Because once we move through acceptance and feel acceptance, that is when our walls go down, our chest opens up. We are open to new solutions. We see the signs, we see the coincidences, we are allowing the universe to co-create with us. We have to let go of that resistance and ride the wave of flow. If we're not riding the wave, we're, we're not even on the wave to begin with, if that makes sense. So like you've got to get on the wave to where you want to go and you've got to ride it. And it might go up and down, but we know that the law of rhythm will bring us up and down naturally. So when we're going down, when we're feeling crappy, we know that we're going to come back up anyway. So ride the wave. One thing I am really proud of myself for is that I knew, as I mentioned at the start of this year, that I could not set big, crazy, amazing goals like I usually do. I knew that I did not have the capacity for that this year. During pregnancy, yes, because I haven't been myself. Um, but also becoming a mum, of course, because I'm navigating something that I have no idea how to navigate. I don't know how I'm going to be. So I'm releasing that pressure. So I'm really proud of myself for doing that. But what I did block in a sense was flow and opportunities to allow myself to feel good and accomplished. I almost got too comfortable in the I'm not setting any goals for myself this year. I just have to relax and relaxing is great. But are you relaxing in a way that rejuvenates you and has you feeling calm or are you indulging in addictive habits like scrolling on your phone, eating because you're bored, making excuses as to why you can't move your body or meditate? Because that's actually the direction that I was headed and that's what I ended up doing. And when I think about the words that I had set for myself around like feeling peaceful and fulfilled for the year 2024 well that what I was doing was absolutely not a vibrational match for those words so if you are struggling to find out what the problem is or what the block is 
that's kind of getting in the way of you moving toward your manifestations and toward feeling good, like feeling that, feeling into that version of you that feels uplifted and clear and positive, that wakes up in the morning and is excited for the day. If you are struggling to work out what the block is there, what the problem is there, as I mentioned, my problem was I just needed to accept where I was and let go of that resistance. What I would encourage you to do is really look and feel into your chakras. So if you don't know what chakras are, have a little Google, do your own research, but basically they're energy centers in our body and they can be so powerful to focus on and to release when we have a block in a certain chakra to open up that chakra and allow more good energy to kind of enter into that chakra. I don't know if that made any sense, but basically they can really help you navigate exactly where the problem is. One little fun activity that I would suggest that you could do is with my new Oracle deck of cards, I would get the chakra cards out. There are seven of them and do a little reading with the seven of those chakra cards, asking your universe, your guides, whoever you believe in, which chakra is blocked? What do you need to focus on? What needs clearing? And see what comes out. And if you don't want to actually do a reading with just the seven cards, go through the booklet and read what the seven chakras are. This is in the Positive Guidance Oracle card deck, by the way. Read what the chakras are, read what they mean, and just notice the physical reaction that you have in your body. So you might start to feel like your heart is aching or you might start to feel that like your root chakra is really uncomfortable at the base of your spine and then you can do a meditation in releasing that chakra giving good energy to that chakra and I cannot explain how powerful this is because you are going straight to the problem and you are giving it good energy and it's pretty crazy how quickly this energy can shift when you know exactly what you're focusing on when we don't know where the problem is or why we're feeling a certain way We just move forward and we accept that it's a part of us, but it's not a part of us. We can absolutely change it. We can absolutely heal it. And what the exciting thing is, is that when we do heal this chakra, for example, everything can change like in a millisecond, like things can become clear. Your manifestations could materialize. You could run into that person you've been wanting to see. You could hear or get the answer from your boss that you've been waiting for that's had you in a holding pattern, whatever it is. I do have a chakra meditation as well on passaroundthesmile.com that can really help. Um, Or if you just want to Google like a particular chakra uh, meditation, you can do that as well. Journaling is the other way that you will be able to find out where the problem is. That's how I kind of found out what my problem was. And I was writing things down like I am feeling really unmotivated. I'm feeling really heavy. I'm feeling like I'm not ready to give birth. I'm feeling like I'm not strong. I'm feeling like I'm behind. And what all of those things told me was that I was not allowing myself to move forward. And when we're not allowing ourselves to move forward, we're not in a state of flow and alignment. I wasn't allowing that for myself because I wasn't accepting where I was. I was kind of looking too big. I was wanting to create bigger goals. I know that I said I didn't create goals for this year and I didn't, but still in the back of my head, I was like, I want to get to work today. I want to record a podcast. I want to go on a really big walk, even though I can't go on a big walk at the moment. My feet are too swollen. They hurt. The reality is I just have to accept that right now a big walk is just not for me and that's okay. That's not, I don't have the capacity for that. So 
I really want to encourage you to create manageable goals. And that is what I have now done for the next nine weeks. So again, I know I said in my last episode, I've created no goals for this year, but I did mention now in this episode, again, I realized that actually for the next nine weeks, I can do the best that I can to my ability at the moment to get myself prepared mentally, physically, emotionally for birth. So it might not be birth for you. It might be that you have a presentation in six weeks. It might be that you are looking at quitting your job in a couple of months. It might be that you're going on holiday or that you're, you know, deciding that in three weeks you're going to get back on the dating apps, like whatever it is. I want you to think about a time right now. So mine is nine weeks because that's around when I'm going to give birth. But can you look at, and even if you don't have something in particular, can you look at maybe just creating some goals for February, for example, or until you start your next uni course or until you, I don't know, it's going to be different for everyone, but you'll kind of, this will become clear when I tell you what I've done. So basically what I've done is I've created a little chart that I've put on my fridge It's right there in front of my face every single day. And it's a countdown from nine weeks. So I've got nine weeks and the dates up on this big yellow piece of cardboard on my fridge. At the bottom, I've put a little ledger. So there's three little symbols. The symbols are faces. The first symbol is a sad face. And that represents when I'm not feeling very well because I do have a lot of days at the moment where I'm not feeling very well or I'm really tired or I'm really sore, whatever it is. So under that little ledger, I've put my goals. So on the days that I'm not feeling well, I want to do a little bit of stretching, a meditation. I haven't put the time limit because that's too much pressure for me right now. And a little bit of bouncing on my birth ball. Then moving to the next symbol is like a little smiley face. That's for when I'm feeling okay. And my goals for under the little smiley face is the same. So a meditation, a little bit of stretching, bouncing on my ball and a short walk. So a short walk for me right now is literally 10 minutes around the block is like, yes, Cleo, you did it. And then the last one is a big smiley face. And that's for when I'm feeling really good, which I have accepted that I might not get to that big smiley face much in the next nine weeks and that's okay. But then I do all of that again. So a meditation, some stretching, uh, bouncing on my ball and a longer walk. And what I've done with the meditations and the short walk and longer walk is I haven't put time limits on them. I haven't put, you know, where I need to go because as I mentioned before, that creates unnecessary pressure and stress. And right now for me, I'm in a stage of my life where I do not need to feel that. But what this chart has allowed me to do is allowed me to feel excited and motivated to put those faces, whether it's the sad face, because even if I'm putting the sad face up, I know that I had no control over how I felt that day. Like I felt sick that day, but I still did. If I'm putting that sad face on the date, on the chart, It means I still did a meditation, a little bit of stretching and bouncing on my ball. And that is amazing for not feeling very well for me. So I'm feeling really good about this and I want to encourage you to do something similar. So have some kind of countdown or maybe it's just a month that you're choosing to do better with, I don't know, maybe you want to drink less, maybe you want to eat better, maybe you want to meditate every single day. So create your goals and 
create a little ledger depending on how you might be feeling. And your goals could be very different. It could be go on a 10K run. It could be meditate for an hour. (laughs) It doesn't matter, but create manageable goals for you so we can actually gain momentum and keep that momentum going. What we do when we keep momentum going is this energy revolves around us in a really exciting way. You kind of think of it as like a whirlwind. That energy is responded to. We know that there are machines that can photograph energy leaving the body. So what happens when you create these really big, crazy goals that you see as far away and as big and as scary is you'll feel good for a couple of days. You'll make progress and then you'll have a little block Or maybe you'll feel like a little bit of a failure and it might all come crashing down and then you might just stop completely. Or like I said before, you might be working toward five goals, but only one goal is going really well. So then you think, oh, what's the point? What is the point? I'm a failure. I'll just give up. So think of that energy as a whirlwind around your body when that's happening it's going up and down and in and out and the universe is getting confused it's like how are you feeling what do you actually want and your mind is then lacking clarity so how are you meant to move forward if you're not clear in your direction and if you're not honoring yourself and where you are at what happens when we are gaining that steady momentum and we're raising our vibration and allowing it to stay there is we're doing it realistically We're doing it manageably and do not compare yourself to anyone else during this process because that can be the biggest block that can stop you from manifesting your goals. We also want to let go of that need and desire we feel as humans to be perfect. We are never going to be perfect. You're never going to be quite ready. So jump in, take a leap of faith, do your best, believe in yourself. It feels good. And when you gain that momentum, that momentum is the universe responding to you, putting yourself out there, saying yes to your dreams, yes to your goals. I deserve to feel good. What I'm trying to do in this nine weeks is go, I deserve to feel strong. I deserve to feel calm and clear. And I know that meditation and stretching and going on little walks is going to help me get there. Yes, it's easier for me to lie in bed and think, oh, I'm sick again, but it doesn't make me feel any better. Yes, I'm accepting where I'm at, but I'm also taking control when I have the power to take control. So do you have the power to take control right now of your life? I want you to ask yourself that question. Do you have the power to take control of your life right now? And if the answer is yes, then What are you waiting for? Maybe you set some goals and you've fallen off the bandwagon already. That's okay. It's never too late, as I said. Maybe you're going really well with your goals and just use this as a bit more motivation and inspiration. Or maybe you don't know what goals to set to make yourself happy. So then we need to go back to what's the problem? What is the problem here? What is the block? Remember too that with perfectionism, it is a form of self-sabotage. So when you feel yourself kind of stopping yourself from moving forward because of that desire to be perfect because of that desire like to be so ready for something please just remind yourself that you're sabotaging yourself because you're never going to be ready I was never ready I was not ready to launch this podcast oh my gosh no way I would never have done it if I waited until I was ready or until it was perfect and what I've really been embracing lately as well is that letting go 
of the need for everything to look incredible, to feel incredible, to be incredible before I share it or before I post it or in business and more about just trusting your intuition and riding the wave, going with the flow. When our vibration is raised, we know that that is when we manifest so effortlessly. That is when we attract the people, the circumstances, the opportunities, the things that we want, that we are desiring. And what we might be doing when we have these huge goals is we are working toward them. We're feeling good. Our vibration is lifted. Everything is coming. And then all of a sudden we feel defeated. That vibration is lowered and what was coming to us, like what was on the way, suddenly kind of stops. It disappears. It gets lost because we cannot attract into our life what we're not vibrating. Like if we're not vibrating at the same level, it's impossible for that thing to come into our physical reality. So this is why we want to raise our vibration in the most realistic way for us, not comparing to anyone else's journey and keep our vibe at that high level that is perfect for us, but that is attainable for us. Because if we're always going so, so high and then so, so low, it's A, not going to feel good for you. And B, the universe is going to be really confused as to how to respond to that up and down energy. So how do we raise our vibe and keep it there? Gratitude is the highest form of vibrational energy. The number one thing that I like to do, I haven't been able to do lately, is go on a gratitude walk. So a gratitude walk is something that I like to do when I'm feeling, well, when I'm feeling good or bad uh, to raise my vibration uh, further or to help me raise it if it's not raised at all. And literally just think or say out loud or in my mind all of the things that I'm grateful for, like literally all of the things, like the walk might go for an hour, but I'm pointing out and I'm feeling out all of the things that I'm grateful for. After this walk, every single time my vibration has lifted. And what I would recommend you doing after that is taking some thoughts that did make you feel really powerful and really, really, truly grateful on that walk and putting them on your fridge, putting them on your mirror, having them in places that remind you that when reality might hit and you start to feel low again, or when that limiting belief comes up from something else that someone said, you can go straight to that thought that you know makes you feel grateful and return to that grateful energy that will raise your vibration or keep it raised. Obvious ones like meditation and journaling, of course, this will help you raise your vibration. It will help you become clear. When we're feeling clear, when we're feeling proud of ourselves for our actions, that is when our vibe is high. And that is why I have done this table for myself because I was just feeling so like I wasn't helping myself. And I'm only one day in of doing my meditation, my stretching and my journaling. Yesterday was a uh, a day where I was not feeling good. So I just did the sad face, but the sad face on my diary actually meant that I still ticked off those three things. And I feel really good about that. I feel really proud that I was able to do that still when I wasn't feeling that great. So manageable goals. Yay. Let's set some. (laughs) I think I might end that episode there. It was really like that wasn't really planned. It was a bit of a blab, but let me know if you liked it. 
It really helps if on Spotify or if on Apple, you can give me five stars. Oh my gosh, of course, only if you liked it. Um, but that really helps me just to know that you're liking what I'm doing. Um, and yeah, I'm so thankful for you guys. Please remember free shipping for Australian orders this weekend only. The dates, the code is in the show notes. And if you are international free gift, use those codes this weekend only. How exciting. Um, yeah, let's, let's move forward. Let's move forward. Let's allow ourselves to feel proud of ourselves, but in a manageable way. We want to stay on a high vibration. We don't want to go up and down like crazy. Let's get realistic and let's get excited about moving forward.